Go Your Own Way is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Enjoy the adventure. Hey listeners, welcome to Go Your Own Way, the podcast that leaves you always wanting more. This is one of your three fabulous hosts, Peter. I am joined by two other fabulous hosts who can introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Jen. Hello! (laughs) I'm Eric. Yay. Yay, we are who we are. That's... So if the three of us combine (laughs) into like a giant person, kind of like, you know, like on the old Transformers, or maybe the new ones too, where they like, they combine, make a bigger robot. We're Power Rangers? So what, what do we make when we all combine... Well, you listeners can tell us on Facebook. <laughs> Before we get started tonight, uh, let's just do a quick promotion for the book, which we have been mentioning at the end of the last few episodes, but we finally did release it. I don't know if some of you thought we were never going to do it, but we did. Hooray! Peter, me, Andrew, and Ryan from Overmental wrote between us six stories of an interactive nature. They are now available in the very first Go Your Own Way story collection called Dances with Sasquatch. Uh, available on Amazon. And you, uh, It's on Kindle. Yes. Yes, on Kindle. <laughs> so yes, you can find uh, a link to this book um, on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash podcast. Or, I guess on Twitter, at twitter.com slash go your own way pod. Yes. Or you can just go straight to Amazon and type in Dances with Sasquatch. And the book will be right there. It is the second one in the search because someone published a damn book called Slow Dances with the Sasquatch. Oh, wow. I didn't know there was an actual book called that. Well, if you want, you can read that, but it looks scary. Because it's slow dancing with a Sasquatch. That doesn't sound like a good idea. That's like something you would do before you die. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I was going to tie it in. I was going to say, you know what is a good idea? Is you introducing the story that we're going to do tonight, Jen. Because you're finally back. I'm back. At least for a couple of weeks. (laughs) 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 Um... Anyways, tonight we'll be doing a love and dating story called Farewell My Childhood Self by Apple Girl. Um, There is no written description. It's just a couple of anime pictures. So, Well, the description, it does say, do all first loves end up like us? I don't know if that's an actual description, but something to think about, listeners. Yeah, but it's rated very highly, and so we'll see what happens. Always dreaming. It's always the same dream. Do you miss me? Her silky, soft voice sounds like velvet, and I can smell her familiar scent of cinnamon mint. Her beautiful emerald eyes looking right through me, as though the answer on the tip of my lips has already been said. That face hasn't changed a bit, 
Already, she had certainly grown more beautiful than before. I managed to fight back the growing urge in me to lean forward to touch her, prove that she was real. Even if the wing was plastic on her back, there was no way Sophia would be here with me. So our choices are, of course I miss you, and do you miss me? I feel so emotionally vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like a woman yet? Like, I feel like I'm going to need a tub of ice cream after I read this. (laughs) I feel like do you miss me is the way to go. Like, Why? Who asking someone if they miss you is totally unfair. You don't ask, do you love me? Like, you just say, I love you. Like, why are we why are we playing this silly game of miss me chicken? But aren't we aren't we playing miss me chicken more if we respond to it with a question? No. Asking, well, do you miss me? We we are reflecting their question back at them. Any discomfort they feel at our question is actually our own discomfort being created within them. So we're actually sharing our feelings. I can't argue with that. <laughs> probably because it doesn't make much sense. <laughs> so I don't know cuz I feel like like if we just answer the damn question, then it's not going to be like a game. But if we answer the question with a question, then we're thinking like a girl. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now the the question becomes because if we're describing a woman the question becomes, is the writer writing us as a woman as well or not? I don't know. Because if this is heterosexual, that would mean that we have to think like a man. We don't have to do anything. I think we should play through it assuming that we're both women. <laughs> um, I'd probably try to get her to answer first. So be like, well, do you mm. miss me? Okay. Yeah. The angel in front of me disappears, and in her place is an alluring devil whose barely clad body beckons me closer. <laughs> yet, despite See, the fact, <laughs> yet despite the fact that there are only a few layers that separate me from her, I feel a great distance between the two of us, as though that smile was a steel barrier that I had no shot of breaking through. Silly question, she laughs softly, as though the answer should already be known. Before I can ask, her hand beckons me closer, and I feel the softest kiss brush against my lips, as though she cared about me, as though she knew I cared about her. Those eyes were still open when she kissed me. Was she looking at me, or beyond? Okay. So the only choice we have here is family history. It was a bit of a running gag in town how my parents met, how doggedly he pursued her without caring a bit about his pride or her rather formidable boyfriend whose right punch could knock out a giant for days. He was the gangly new kid of the block, and she was the beautiful princess who already had her prince charming. 
It was like imagining Sleeping Beauty ditching her guy for the court jester. When you find someone who you can love completely, my dad fondly wrapped his arm around my mom and smiled. You've got to believe in the impossibility of being ecstatically happy. Sappy words from a sappy guy. Still, it was easy to see why he'd talk like that. His first love was a miracle. Even he couldn't believe it worked out. But Sophia and I was different. We were always together and always linked together. Back in the day, when I was interrogated by all the big kids whose eyes inevitably fell on Sophia, I gave the same excuse over and over again. Not that I didn't care about her, but I did care about getting beat up by the same group of guys each day. So we can either choose, she's too old for me, or she's just a kid. Well, one obviously makes you sound more mature than the other. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think which is best, or which one the big kids would care about. So are we cradle robbing, or are we getting cradle robbed? I certainly hope that, like, depending on the choice here actually alters the facts of the story in some way. Because otherwise, Mm. I feel like we're in creepy territory. Like, because if she's young enough that you would say she's just a kid, but also young and you'd say she's too old for me. I'd rather say she's too old for me. Yeah. Because that seems less creepy. Because we also don't want to be pedophiles. seems like it would work better on older kids. Yes. Let's avoid pedophilia, please. Okay. It's always a goal. all makes sense to me. Some excuse, right? Yeah, they didn't buy it either. Maybe it would have worked if she wasn't only two years older and stunningly beautiful to match. But I worked out every day, not because I wanted to be able to fight back. That was a reason, of course, I wanted to cream every guy who looked at Sophia with dirty eyes. But being younger than Sophia automatically made things more difficult. Being shorter and smaller than the girl you like? Come on. Waking up with a heavy sigh, I see the same demon face that graced the angel's body in my dream. Sophia had slipped into my bed without me noticing. The scent of cinnamon mint washing over me, and already I feel intoxicated. She was a few inches away, and despite crawling into bed in her ratty PJs, she easily took my breath away. Looking over at the clock, I can tell the alarm is only a few minutes from going off. Even though Sophia sneaks into my bed each morning, it always feels so short. So, shall we discreetly shut off the alarm, or let it ring? Hmm. I want to turn it off. Turn it off. Let her sleep. I'm sorry. The loud conversations going around us in the school cafeteria somehow muted enough for us to whisper. I tried to lean in close to a very unhappy Sophia. Her hair was in a messy ponytail, and her clothes were whatever she could find in the two minutes available to dress before school started. You're not. Sophia wouldn't even look at me. Her lips in a permanent pout that hadn't faded from the morning. Still, she looks beautiful. 
even in messy jeans and hair that stuck out in all the wrong places. I must have been asleep when I turned the alarm off, I insist with earnest eyes. But of course, Sophia can see right through me. Let me make it up to you. You can't stay mad at me forever over this. Well, maybe I can. She stuck out her tongue slightly, and I can't help but stare. Stare as her bubblegum tongue slowly darts in between her lips that perfectly formed a slight pout. But how would you make it up to me? I lean in closer to her, slowly resting my hand on the small of her back. Easy. Why don't we, and our choices are, have a race or go see the fishes? Neither um, neither of those is what I was expecting. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me either. I feel like a competition is a bad idea. Like, yeah. I'm sorry I didn't wake you up. Let's have a competition that I'll either win and you'll be pissed at me again, or you'll <laughs> win and you'll accuse me of throwing it. Like, I feel like there's yeah. no winning that. So we should probably just go see the fishes. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. Do it. This place is amazing! Sophia smiled widely, her eyes dancing with excitement as she stared at the beautiful sea life swimming before our eyes. Well, I aim to please. Sticking out my chest, I match her smile perfectly. Come on, let me try to show off my completely useless knowledge of all sea life. How are you <laughs> such an expert on these things? Sophia leaned closely near me, and I easily wrapped my arm around her waist. It just felt natural, like taking a step forward. My mom and dad met at SeaWorld, so they went there religiously each year with me in tow. I can't help but suddenly feel awkward. Sophia was so close, and my hand was getting sweaty. Sweaty enough that I had to focus a good deal of my attention to make sure it didn't slip. Well, thanks for taking me here. She smiled back at me, and for a moment, it felt like the world had paused. The fishes stopped swimming, and Sophia was just standing there. Uh-oh. If there was ever a moment, hmm. now would be it. So do we kiss her, or let it slide? It's smooching time! Yeah. I think so, too. For sure. Smooches. Mwah! It was fate. As I kissed her and she kissed me, it felt like I was sinking into the ground and was just feeling everything along the way. Soft. Silky. Smooth. A taste of cinnamon mint. A nibble of vanilla. It was intoxicating. My brain was turning into mush, even more so because it was so late at night. The only question was whether or not I could stop. Who goes to the aquarium super late at night? What? (laughs) Okay, so our choices are sleep innocently, follow her, or less than innocent dreams. (laughs) <laughs> who's trading follow her for less than innocent dreams who's doing that I don't know also can we control our dreams 
like is it, are we getting a choice between innocent dreams and less than innocent dreams is that what's happening well i'm assuming like sleep innocently <laughs> also you know it'd be really cool because you said what aquariums open really late at night wouldn't that be cool if there was an aquarium that was open late at night and you could buy alcohol and just walk around look at fish while drinking dude that would be and it's gonna awesome. be a, ch- a chill place to go at night I think I think the Aquarium of the Pacific does a thing where they open late at night for adults, but I don't know if they let you drink. Oh. Because I would love to just sit and look at fish swimming and drink. That'd be amazing. (laughs) Without crowds of people and kids running around screaming. Right. That'd be fun. Who knows, maybe a hot guy will come in and sweep me off my feet and taste like vanilla. And cinnamon mint. Yeah. So sleep innocently means we just go to bed, nothing happens. Follow her means follow her home. Maybe, yeah. And then less than innocent dreams means you sleep with naughty dreams. (laughs) I'm in favor of dirty. I this think is, you're always in vote. favor of dirty. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. So should we follow her or fair. have less than innocent dreams? <laughs> Let's follow her. That's kind of like a middle of the road choice. It could be dirty, but maybe not. Okay. That's true. She might just tuck us in. Oh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Tuck us in with her vagina. (laughs) Okay, let's follow her. I'm ready. Oh. She tried so (laughs) hard to seem like an adult. Even the lingerie she bought was clearly for someone much older. My mouth was dry, and I could feel a gallon of sweat begin to pour down my forehead. But she was absolutely perfect. Absolutely perfect. In my arms, she was so tiny. Was Sophia always this small? Before I can ask, she stops me with a kiss. Any kind of comprehensible thought in my brain stops, and all I can do is react. To kiss her when she kisses me back. To slip off that one piece off her shoulder. Are you sure? I ask her hoarsely. (laughs) She nods softly, and I give in. So we can either watch a film together or have less than innocent dreams. Hmm. I say... I say we watch a film together. (laughs) Yeah. Film. Sounds good. Okay. It was a different love story. You're still here? She cried softly, leaning against the window. It was the last day they could meet, the boy she met who was never alive in the first place. His fingers rested gently on hers, but she couldn't feel them anymore. Thank you, she whispered as a sad melody began. As she spoke, he was leaning closer to kiss her head, but the screen faded to black and the movie ended. I could fear tears dripping off of Sophia's face. She was leaning against my shoulder and was trying hard not to let me notice. Hey, is this a happy ending? Sophia asked me softly. 
as happy as their situation could be, I guess. Rubbing her shoulder softly with my hand, I try to keep my voice light. Sometimes, you just get a bad deck of cards. Sometimes, a happy ending is impossible. She sighed and looked at the ground. Would you be happy in that case? I'm not even sure what answer she wanted, but before I could think of one, she left the room. Didn't my answer matter? Why did this feel so familiar? So we could either wake up or go to sleep. Are we going to find out at the end of the story that we're dead? This whole time? <laughs> it's, oh, we're man. definitely getting into weird territory here. I think so, I'm yeah. sad. See, we chose not to make love. And now we're like, she's leaving us. Oh. Maybe we did make love? Because it said we give in. Yeah. Maybe we did make love. So our choices are wake up or go to sleep. Yeah. If if we're already awake, how can we wake up? Unless we are dreaming. Maybe we're still dreaming. I don't understand the choices here. How is this rated so high? I think it probably speaks to the average age of uh, the readers of these stories. So what? We have to be a child to understand stuff that doesn't make sense? That isn't like <laughs> strung together logically? I think it's more about like these really teenage emotional moments. Mm. You just feel something and you can't really define it so with that in mind do you think it makes more sense to wake up from this teenage dream or to go to sleep like an adult and sleep off the the bad feeling yeah i'm guessing we should wake up yeah i think wake up i didn't want to risk it falling asleep next to her was the epitome of suffering i mean the most one Wonderful possible suffering there is, but still, suffering. How could I sleep? She lay on top of me with her tiny body, her arms wrapped gently around my waist, that familiar scent of cinnamon mint wafting into my nose and overwhelming my senses. As I stared up at her beautiful face, I could see a tiny drool slowly leak out of her mouth. <laughs> I laughed gently, but could hear her softly grumble as her pillow, me, shifted around and made her spot less comfortable. What if things were different? Let's change the story now. What if I could save her? What's going on? Okay, so our choice Starting to think we're living in some other dimension. I know, right? Like, maybe this really is a <laughs> sci-fi story and we just have no idea. Um, so our choices are, dead. let's go away or take a nap together. What if I could save her from what? From life itself and its terribleness? Oh, maybe something happened. Maybe she died. Maybe we died. Maybe we could save her from that horrible sex that she just had with us. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy naps. Just naps are amazing. Let's take a nap together. Naps are pretty great. Okay. Okay. 
She was only wearing adornments in her hair. The rest of Sophia was clad just as she was born. We had actually taken baths together when we were kids. Back then, I couldn't realize what? how suddenly beautiful she always was. Yes, because you were a child. That, when did we take baths with her? Apparently that when makes we no were sense. children. Yeah, when we were little kids. Yeah, but what parents have like... Oh, no. Never mind. Please Just tell me we're going. not brother-sister. <laughs> mm. Although this... <laughs> Sadly, this wouldn't be the first incest story that we've played. Oh, that's right. That's true. The one where we brought our sister back our trophies and then had sex with her on the blood. <laughs> Isn't that, wasn't that a story that I picked too? I think so. Yes, it was. Oh my that was gosh. absolutely your pick. Wow. Uh, if you give me two seconds, I can tell our listeners what that was. If they really want it, to listen to it. It had to do with love. I remember it that. Was, it was called Love Sick. Oh, that was episode 29. Love Sick by End Master. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue. Always remember, please. I can't quite hear the words she's whispering, though. I can only catch fragments. Her beautiful emerald eyes won't open, though. They won't look back into mine anymore, and for some reason, that terrifies me. Leaning forward, my fingers barely graze her arm when I shudder. Her skin is cold, ice cold. Even though she has a rosy blush and her body looks perfect, she feels like a corpse. A beautiful, talking corpse of the girl of my dreams. Please... Forgive me. Her lips keep moving and I feel afraid, like I'm remembering something I don't want to remember. Like the moment mm. I remember, she'll be gone. Green-eyed girl, why are you crying? Did the world treat you badly enough to feel like dying? Stop it. I shake my head and look down at my hands. My hands that were empty before are now filled with our choices are chewed up pencils oh. or a toy turtle. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> She's dead. She's so We're forever alone. Dead. Totally dead. Although it's probably better than what I was thinking. Because I was thinking, like, how insecure are we that, like, if she's asleep, we get all freaked out that she's not looking at us? Yeah. It's kind of an issue, but at least, okay, she's dead, so it makes sense. So, should she be a chew chewed up pencils or a toy turtle? I'm voting pencils. Pencils. No. Any logic behind that or just... I like to chew on pencils. Fair enough. There you go. <laughs> okay. I can do this. Sophia was determinedly chewing away on her spare pencil as she erased her sketching. The deadline was moved up, and she was staying up all night. You need a rest. Come on, the bed is soft and comfy. You can go without me. She doesn't even shift her gaze off the paper. I'm going to finish this. I already knew what she would say before she said it. Most nights, I would go ahead and impatiently wait for her to slip next to me. But tonight, I wanted to be next to her. 
I had to do something while I waited. Let me show off. I make a big show of getting some pens and markers. I'll draw you just as I see you. A tiny smile appeared on her lips as she answered, I'll be looking forward to it. So, shall we draw her silly or draw her pretty? Pretty. All right. All right. I hope we have the skills to actually draw her pretty. <laughs> oh God, I'm just having like a flashback to that scene in Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was surprisingly easy to sketch and only took a few hours to ink. By then, Sophia had long finished her art project and was waiting impatiently. <laughs> Here you are. I smile innocently as she stared at herself nibbling on fruits covered in chocolate. Hey! She's smiling as she knocks my shoulder. That's how you really see me? Exactly. Hmm. She leans down and her hair grazes my arm. Soft and silky. I want to scratch at my arm all of a sudden, but a bigger part of me just wants to stay still, just in case the slightest movement scares her off. Do I really eat sweets all the time? And our choices are, I never see you eat anything but sweets. And I was just kidding. Which one is appropriate to tell the woman, listeners? Sweets. Sweets. (laughs) You should always tell your woman the truth. That's right. If those dreams make her look fat, you need to tell her. Because otherwise, she will go out into the world in those jeans, thinking that they make her butt look fabulous when they just make her look fat. You don't want to do that to your woman. Unless you're Sir Mix-a-Lot. Or unless you're Corridor. Yeah. <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> her jaw dropped. I'll prove you wrong, she said in a teasing voice but I saw the fire of determination in her eyes. Sophia was the type of person who would do anything if she said it. She was special like that. (laughs) Fiery determination over eating something besides sweets? Yeah. This woman has a problem. (laughs) (laughs) But the next day, when we were enjoying an order of sherbet, I could tell that Sophia wanted a bite. Her eyes lit up, and I could see her fingers tapping impatiently on her sides. Eat up. It's delicious. I enthusiastically take a bite of mine, but she shakes her head, her eyes never leaving the bowl of sherbet. It was like there was an angel and a devil on her shoulder, both whispering encouragement. He's too nice to mention that statement you made, the angel advised Sophia, while the devil laughed heartily and whispered, He's just waiting for you to take a bite, and then he'll mention it. They're both wrong, I accidentally say out loud, and after Sophia shoots me a quizzical stare, I lift my hands up and swear, I meant to say, you're a complete twig. Please, don't let delicious sherbet go to waste because of my drawing. She laughed and nibbled at the bowl. At the same time, I thought maybe she was feeling nervous or wasn't hungry. I should have noticed how rail-thin her arms were even then, how easily the bone stuck out, and how fragile her entire body was beginning to become. 
Oh my god. Maybe if I had noticed, I could have saved her. God damn it, it's cancer, isn't it? Or we just made fun of the eating habits of our girlfriend who has extreme anorexia. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, I was thinking in that fault. direction. Which would be rough, like... Alright, our choices are Christmas memories or spooky delights. We kind of <laughs> took a sad turn with making fun of her cancer slash anorexia. <laughs> let's let's do Christmas memories. Alright. I mean, I don't know, what what is, what is spooky delights? Is that like Halloween candy that we make fun of her for eating? Right, I feel like spooky delights were going to end up with candy and even more horribleness. And then she's going to spook us by being a ghost because she died. Oh, oh god. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm I, I'm thinking Christmas memories. We need something happy. Yeah. Cuz I'm right. scared. <laughs> Tell me a secret. Sophia's voice is a little sluggish, and for a second, I wonder if it was the wisest decision opening up that bottle of Christmas wine. I never keep any secrets from you. I answer, and honestly, there's nothing I could possibly hide from Sophia. She knew everything about me. All it took was one stare from her, and I was completely transparent. But Sophia was different. It was like there was a veil, an impenetrable veil between her and me. I could tell by her eyes, those beautiful emerald eyes that told no secrets and held no lies. Everyone has secrets. She leaned forward, and all I can do is stare back at her. The Christmas light gave her silver hair a tiny, a light pink tint. Or maybe my mind was finally going a little crazy. She was like a drug I couldn't stop taking. But was it the same for her? Tell me yours. I want to say those words, but maybe I knew the answer and I didn't want to hear it. Maybe if I did, this would all be over. Hey, can you draw me? So shall we draw in blue or draw in every color? <laughs> it really gets you that these uh, options are really difficult to, de- to uh, decipher, huh, Peter? Let's do every color. Because <laughs> you got to paint with all the colors of the wind, am I right? Oh, God. Yes. All of all the colors of the wind. <laughs> it makes her seem more alive. Let me draw around you. I stared back at her, and she smiled back at me. Her eyes were still cloudy, and before I can say anything else, she eagerly stands up and nods her head. Wait a second. She runs into the closet and grabs a dress. But before I can say anything, she changes out of her Christmas attire and into the dress she picked out of the closet. It was so quickly, you could blink and miss it. How did... Before I can ask another question, my mind goes to static. It must have been the wine. Surely I had too much to drink. Just sit down there. She sits down eagerly, and I carefully draw flowers around her. After taking a picture, she turns to me and asks, Why flowers? They fit. I can't think clearly, not when she was so close to me, looking down and breathing that familiar cinnamon mint. But when I blink, I hear static. The world goes to black, and all of a sudden, I'm lying on my back in the house. Again, 
Why does this feel so familiar? There were flowers lining the pathway. Sophia? I asked gingerly, as though everything made sense. It didn't. It was a convoluted mess. But somehow, I knew that something was wrong. Can I go? She asked me softly, and for a second I see a light linger on her chest. So brightly, I can't believe I didn't see it in the first place. Go where? Are you holding a flashlight? I asked her, but there's no conviction in my words, as though I was a bad actor reading from a silly script. I need to rest, or do you need me? The static noise was getting so loud that I could barely hear her soft and silky voice. The familiar scent of cinnamon mint is now overpowering me, and I feel so sick that it is a miracle I don't vomit. What if I was selfish? I can't help but ask her. What can I do to keep you with me? She smiled sadly. Just give me a flower. I need to rewind. This isn't a funny joke. If it was a joke... My mind can't think straight because of that damn static noise. I have to make a choice and I just... So do we let her go or do we pick up a flower for her? Let her go. Yeah. Let She's her go. dead. Let her go. <laughs> Thank you. A huge smile broke free on Sophia's face and I could hear all the relief in the world in those two words. She let go of her hands, and now I can finally see that light, that bright light was shining from within. Sophia, you aren't really with me? Her body begins to fade slowly. Her hands are the first to go, then the legs, and then the torso. The last time I see before she disappears completely is a smile. Her beautiful smile as she disappeared completely from my side. Looking down at my hands, I see a well-worn tape. Did I see this tape? Does it matter? So we can either watch her recorded message, or it's finally okay. Is there any harm in watching the, the video? Who knows? But no, I really want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, stranger. Sophia's familiar face, that beautiful face that haunted my every dream and memory, finally appeared. I guess I have a lot of explaining to do. She sighed softly and shook her head slightly. I wanted to tell you, a million times, every day I wanted to tell you, that day I got diagnosed, all I could think of was how I could tell you. She paused and for a second her chin trembles her bangs covering her eyes so I can't possibly see them. But she takes a second to breathe in and looks up with a smile. I guess I wanted to be selfish in the end. I'm sorry about that. But I wanted to be with you. Every day I wanted to be with you. I know, I knew that the treatment had such little chance of working and I never get to see you and I was so scared and... Tears fill her eyes, and I can tell she's widening them as much as possible so not a single tear falls. Before it can possibly fall, she places both her fingers on her cheeks and smiles wildly. Please forgive me. I want you to remember me like this, healthy and always loving you. 
The tape ended, and I looked through the box. There was only one piece of notebook paper. Was it her handwriting, or was it something else? All it said was a hospital and a room number. So we can either go see her one last time, go back to your special hideaway, or this tape isn't real. All right. Thank God it's cancer. <laughs> Shit. I don't know. Well, we could, I, I, I think we should go see her, right? Even though she says this is how she wants us to remember her. Wouldn't that be weird for us not to go see her before she dies? Uh, yeah, I think we should go see her. Alright, let's go see her. Also, kids, if you are dying of cancer, tell your loved ones, for God's sake. Also, like... don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What adults, if you're dying of cancer, tell your loved ones, like... Don't be that asshole. Seriously. What an asshole, he died of cancer. Well, if you die of cancer and, like, you don't tell anybody, you're losing out on that support system that you could have had. That probably would have helped you live longer, because it would have given you more of a reason to live. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, how selfish is I wanted you to remember me X way? Like, that is, just because you're dying of cancer, that sentiment is no less selfish than I wanted you to remember for any other thing that you are not actually. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are actually, you know, I don't know, the kind of person who beats up homeless people... And you don't want your friends to remember that you beat up homeless people. Like, don't beat up homeless people. Like, don't just not ever mention that you beat up homeless people. How about let's like, just not beat up homeless people? Well, right. Never do that. All right, let's just not get cancer. <laughs> and that, let's not get cancer. I just, I don't know. That whole, like, I want to control the way you remember me. Like, Well, even she said it was con- selfish. You, Yeah, don't do that. And admitting it's selfish in some sort of secret video does not make it any better. Mm-hmm. And what if we didn't have like a VHS or a VCR? We would have never known what she said to us. It's true. The hospital was completely empty by the time I got there, and the visiting hours were long over. It was sheer luck that I knew one of the nurses, someone who had known both me and Sophia since childhood. Even Emily had known about this. Why was I the only person left out? I had a million questions I wanted to ask her. They were our, they were our burning on the tip of my lips, but they were soon forgotten the moment I saw Sophia, or what remained of Sophia as she lay quietly on the hospital bed. You came. Her words were barely audible from the oxygen machine tubing, and I can't tell if the trembling is from emotion or the exertion necessary to force the words out. I knew you would. My knees keep buckling, but I somehow manage to stand. I can't let her see me act any different. At the very least, she deserves that. I wanted to see you. I force a smile and taste salty tears. Damn. Why? 
She shifts her eyes sadly. I look awful. Leaning forward to grab her hand, that soft, fragile hand that now feels like a thin bag of bones, I tell her, You've always been the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Oh, liar. A small smile cracked her lips. They were so pale. Her entire body was so pale that it seemed like all the color was sucked out of her by those infernal tubes. I mean it. I gently squeeze her hand and smile back for real this time. I can never lie to you. She laughs slightly, but the laugh ends in a coughing fit. I can't do anything. Not a single thing to save her. Hey, Sophia smiled softly, her dark emerald eyes locked onto mine. Can you tell me one last story? So, do we want uh, to tell her a story from childhood or a story from her teenage years? Childhood? Maximum innocence? Maximum innocence. I, I think so. I think for the deathbed, that's probably a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't really want to be reminded of my teenage years as I'm dying. Ooh, yeah. Hey, Sophia was bouncing off the walls. You never answered my question. She pouted slightly, and I couldn't help but smile. Smile that I got to spend the day with Sophia, and smile because she had asked the question I always wanted to hear. The girl I like? I paused dramatically. She's gotta be special, not the kind of girl you'd find anywhere. Sophia stuck her tongue out. That didn't answer the question! Looking down with a grin, I can't help but wonder how specific I should get at this point. I always knew who the only girl was for me in the end after all. It doesn't matter, actually. I look up at Sophia and laugh. She's way out of my league. Her jaw dropped, and for a second she paused in the middle of the sidewalk. Sophia? I look back to see her turning bright red and gripping her hands. I can be better than her. She looked back at me with determined eyes. I can be a much better girl for you than that girl. <laughs> I probably should have told you that I was just describing you to yourself. But being a young boy doesn't mean I always give the most mature responses. Whatever. Walking away with a nonchalant air, I can't help but be relieved she can't see the huge silly grin on my face. As I was telling the story, Sophia's hand was slowly falling out of mine. No matter how tightly I held her hand, there was no strength left. Her eyes were closed, and they would never open. She was gone. Sophia, I whisper, it was you. It was always you. The end. Oh, God. That was... Yes. That was emotionally exhausting. Oh. I hit one of the other options on accident <laughs> um, yeah. where, like, you say, like, the tape isn't real. Oh, yeah. And, like, Sophia starts talking to you and she's, like, your kid. So, like, what? maybe it was, like, maybe this, like, happened and, like, she died and, like, later on you find someone new and you marry her, and you have a kid, and you name your kid after your dead girlfriend. All right. It's a little sick. 
<laughs> just a little bit. Wow, my brain is kind of dead from all of that. That was uh Hey, was rough. you guys wanted to have a love story tonight. No, we did. We we requested one and you delivered <laughs> with spades, Jen. Thank you. You're welcome. Otherwise, I would have found another like really sick love story. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a good this was a good change of pace for us. Yeah. And I think the illustrations were done by whoever wrote it, and they are really well done. They are like, yeah. quite well done. Quite impressed. Yeah, so you guys should definitely look through this story yourselves, because the illustrations really do add something to the story. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of choices that we didn't go with. That's so. right. If you people want to listen, not <laughs> you already listened to it. If you want to play through it yourself, maybe you can uh, find a way to get Sophia to live. Maybe I doubt it. So that was called mm-hmm. "Farewell, My Childhood Self." Yeah, a love and dating game by Apple Girl on ChooseYourStory.com. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash/GYOWpodcast and suggest a new story for us to play next week. You can do that same thing at twitter.com slash go your own way pod. Find us on overmental.com or on iTunes under the podcast section to search for go your own way. And if you have any story suggestions that maybe aren't so depressing, <laughs> <laughs> please leave mm. comments. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. For more original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news, visit overmental.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>